0: Hey, my name's Sierra. What's up? I'm Lizzie, and this is what you missed
1: at the WC. Hello. Hello, Huskers. Okay.
0: <laughs> Go, Big Red. Uh. We're getting we're getting some school spirit. I hope you guys had a good week, a good homecoming week perhaps as well.
1: And are adjusting to this climate of Zoom year to being in person. And yeah. we're now into our second episode for the semester. So.
0: so if you remember back to one of our very first episodes, actually, mm-hmm. we talked about sexual health in a pandemic. And we are still in a pandemic. And it is also still important to touch on sexual health. So we're going to revisit that.
1: Yeah, so we wanted to talk about sexual health resources available specifically to our campus community, as well as some local resources. The Women's Center, we, we do safer sex kits. That's a lot of what we do. We have closets dedicated to just condoms and lube. We distribute thousands of safer sex kits a semester, and a safer sex kit is three condoms and a packet of lube, and we have flavor kits, latex kits, and non-latex kits. Uh, We also have dental dams and internal condoms available. Um, And some of the locations of those safer sex kits, you can find them at the third floor of the union where we are and where the LGBTQA plus center is, who also helps with safer sex kits. And you can find some at the Oasis Lounge that's in the Multicultural Center on the first floor. Also Trio, that's going to be in the Canfield Building, the Administration Building. You can also find them at the UHC or the University Health Center. They're going to be found on the second floor. Also Husker Pantry, which is also located in the UHC, but um, on the f- first floor. It's right where you scan in your end card. they will be baskets for safer sex kits. This is all for the city campus. And then for East Campus, we have distribution points at The Husker Pantry in Union. With all this being said, a lot of our marketing and events we do, not marketing, but the events the Women's Center does, uh, has safer sex kits. So this is one big portion of sexual health resources we cover. We also have Nebraska AIDS Project come often to our conference room for free testing.
0: So those are a lot of, like, resources that, like, you know, you can find around campus, through the Women's Center. Um, NAP testing is another thing. And testing, it was also a really important part of sexual health. So like our safer sex kits, those are preventative measures. But like, what do you do? Like you need to get tested regularly. You have to like, there's a lot more to safer sex than just prevention. Because you know, sometimes like things do happen. Yeah. And sexual health is very important. So like there's testing at the health center. They do chlamydia, gonorrhea, HIV. And those are all covered by student fees. Um, there's a few more things that you may have to pay for, like depending on insurance or what's going on, but they also have gynecologic, <laughs> gynecology <laughs> services, um, sexual health exams, birth control, contraception, HPV vaccines, pregnancy tests, and we also have pregnancy tests. Um, they're a little less like the health center ones are like the very, very accurate medical tested pregnancy tests, right? But we have like, if you need like a quick pregnancy test, we have like them for free here. Like at home ones, yeah. Ones that you would get at like a drugstore or something. So you could come to us for that or also, you know, look into the health centers. And there's also prescriptions uh, taken for prevention of HIV, which are PrEP and PEP. I guess one might say. And so those are some things you can find like when it comes to testing and like what the health center has. So,
1: And all of these, you can check out the UHC website, but you can also check out the Women's Center website. We have lists of sexual health resources, um, a lot of what we're covering today, but also requests for safer sex kits and requests for pregnancy tests. There's specific forms for pregnancy tests and a specific form for sexual health kits. Um, It could be an individual or we've had RAs them. Possibilities are endless, but it's also
0: it's very confidential. And I think another like we should talk about like it's important to talk about sexual health and these things to like end the stigma around it. And it's like, why are we talking about sexual health? You know, we have to spread awareness, make it like a comfortable area to have conversations about. And like when I was like a freshman, when before I worked at the the Women's Center, I did not like talking about condoms. I didn't like talking about pregnancy tests or, like, anything, you know. I was very uncomfortable with it. But, like, since working here and, like, being around, like, just ending the stigma around it. And now, like, I don't even that and I when talking to like my mom about sexual health or something when like before I would be so uncomfortable about mm-hmm. it. So like it's important for like all of us to like take a step in that direction and like become more comfortable talking about sexual mm-hmm. health with everyone because it affects everyone.
1: It does. And with that being said, also talking about sexual health, the other end of that is maybe not getting accurate sexual health education or a mm-hmm. uh, sexual health education that's specific to you. Um it's notorious for sexual health to not be inclusive and so we are here to be inclusive to say how it is to end that stigma because sexual health exists for a reason it's for everyone and
0: and you shouldn't be afraid to like take it seriously and to you know if don't be embarrassed to take the safer sex kits wherever they are. Like, they're for you. And don't be embarrassed to go to the health center for testing or whatever your needs are, because like health is so important in all aspects.
1: And a big part of sexual health we also wanted to cover is kind of beyond these resources available, we kind of just wanted to touch on some topics that we think are important when talking about sexual health and when talking about resources available, like Ciro getting at. Why are we talking about it? It exists for a reason. So one of the things we wanted to talk about was consent and what consent means. Um, so the definition we give on our website is consent means actively agreeing to be sexual with someone. Consent lets someone know that sex is wanted. Sexual activity without consent is rape or sexual assault. And something we would like to also mention on top of university's definition is um, consent is enthusiastic. It's an mm-hmm. enthusiastic thing to give and it should be. And it's not
0: coercion. It's not like asking someone to have sex until they say yes or like pushing it. It's like or any it's,
1: sexual activity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like the first answer should be the answer that the other person has taken. It shouldn't be like, no, 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 no. And then like finally like giving in and saying yes, like that is still sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Like that is still like not what accurate consent is.
1: We want to just touch the definition of consent and what consent means. I'm I'm sure we're hearing a lot about this recently with the push of like making sure sexual literacy is out there in our university, but um even in like Nebraska's legislature, like consent is defined by everything that it's not. Yeah. So, we just really want to put it out there, consent is enthusiastic.
0: And so with that, it's important to go over like, okay, what does consent look like? Or, like, what does, like, a healthy relationship look like? You know, you can take these things into, like, a healthy relationship between you and, like, a sexual partner or partners, or it can be between, like, you and, like, any other, like, relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever this looks like to you, we're looking at through the lens of, like, a sexual relationship because, like, that's what this podcast is over. But it's, like, just some key points to take into consideration. Like, this is what looks like when you are in... I know I use the word relationship a lot, but, like, it's a good umbrella term for, like, friendship, romantic relationship, sexual relationship. Like, these are things you want to look out for.
1: Yeah, and if you're interested beyond the lens of sexual health, we'll have an episode covering healthy relationships and what those look like and what that means. Yes,
0: stay tuned.
1: Yes. So when we talk about healthy relationships, we wanted to just cover some healthy characteristics of a healthy relationship (laughs) and
0: so so when looking for a healthy relationship The number one thing is that it's built on trust and respect between the two people because without those two things, like it is just not gonna be healthy in any way. So, trusting your partner that you are with and respecting them and they respect you and trust you, that is the most important part because if there's like that lack of trust, like that's scary. You don't wanna be with someone that you don't trust. With that goes into being aware of the feelings of the other person. So, communicating, like, is this okay? Is what we're doing okay? Like, is there anything you want me to do differently? Um, That communication can lead to so many better experiences for you and them and just, like, a better relationship built all around. With that comes validation and making sure, you know, this goes with, like, being aware of the other person's feeling, but, like, encouraging them, like, making them feel good about themselves, like, and in turn, they'll probably make you feel better about yourself. Like, it's a two-way street and working together to do that. And you want to feel good when you're with your person. Like, you don't want to be, like, around someone and not enjoy their company or not enjoy, like, whatever you're doing. That's another
1: key point. And to add on top of those is kind of having separate identities. So either y'all come together, regardless of what that label is, what you come together for, your relationship or connection is not all that you are, or, like, what you stand on. Mm-hmm. There are separate identities. It's, it's a part of your life. And... Healthy relationships, I will say, take work. Communicating with people takes work. It's realizing what you want and realizing how to express those boundaries and put those boundaries out in the real, real world. And that can be really hard, especially when conversations of a healthy relationship really didn't happen in my education growing up until college, until reaching these resources. Yeah. I think all of that being said, relationships can have mixtures of healthy and unhealthy traits. Sometimes it's not just one or the other.
0: There are some things like there some to look things out for.
1: To look out for, yes.
0: And like if you notice these, like you know, maybe like in your own relationship or like in other people's, like I think those are. We're gonna list a few things, but like keep an eye out. You know, definitely um,
1: notice them. <laughs> definitely
0: take note. Yes. <laughs> Guilt tripping is a big one. Yeah. Like making someone feel guilty about doing something or not doing something with you, or, like, it's just a form of manipulation. Like, Like, it goes into coercion, too. So, coercion, that can be seen, like we mentioned it earlier, like, that is not consent. Like, if someone's, like, asking you over and over to do something or, like, trying to, like, bribe you or, like, do something, like, that is not healthy. A disregard for partners or partner's well-being, like, it should be all parties involved are being respected and are being taken seriously with like everyone's well-being as being the number one priority like no one should be walking over each other another bringing back that like if you're not enjoying being around the person that you are with or the people you're with that is a bad sign your gut feeling that just goes down to gut feeling it's like you know if you want to be there or not And if you don't, if you have, like, the part of you that's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be with this person. You do not have to, and you can leave. You don't owe anyone anything if you feel unsafe, if you don't feel like you're being respected, or, like, if any of these characteristics are coming out, like, you do not have to be there.
1: And I know talking about this, I think about my younger self and the toxic relationships I was in and how I'd go about this conversation to myself. And a lot of these, I kind of feel like, I know for me, like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. Those are too serious of words. But yeah. um, if something's off, if you're continually having to justify, like, this person in your life or, like, their actions, like, you are continuously hurt, but you understand where this person is coming from, that is something. Like, <laughs> relationships, healthy relationships, um, don't necessarily look like that. Um, they don't. Not They don't.
0: And people... Like, that doesn't automatically mean this person is evil. No. Good people, I don't know if I want to use the word good, but, like, there could be someone in your life that has been in your life for a long time, and maybe they're... Really great in a lot of ways, but they can still do bad things. And you can still not enjoy being around them and not owe them that.
1: It's what makes it so difficult because it is such a personal connection, but there are so many layers to that. Like someone's mental health, and Mm -hmm. mental health goes into like someone's family dynamic or like whatever. There's so many things that go into this. But here to continue, just some characteristics or some things that maybe resonate with that would be considered unhealthy. So feeling pressure to change who you are in any capacity, feeling like you need to change for this person, fear of disagreements, that if you disagree with something, if they disagree with something you say, then it's like walking on eggshells or being scared. That doesn't really leave room for dialect or conversation or communication. Or like in the beginning, how Sierra was talking about making sure you know how another person feels, like even fearing that disagreement, I think um, shuts off a lot of communication. Um, refusal to use safer sex methods. So, um, I know a big one I hear a lot around my friends is like not wanting to wear a condom because it feels better or something like that. And if you feel uncomfortable with that, you have every right to, not have, yes, you have every right, but the refusal to like use safer sex methods that would make you feel comfortable is unhealthy. Along with like that fear of disagreements, arguments that aren't settled fairly. So even if you do get into disagreements or communications, it's never reaches a point of like feeling comfortable. Feeling an obligation to sex or sexual activities to that person is not consensual. You do
0: not have to do anything. At all. Um, You literally don't. Like I feel like one of the big things around like people I know is they're like, I didn't want to Perform oral sex on this person, but like I felt obligated to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you don't want to do that, you do not have to do that. You don't owe anyone anything
1: and, uh, like it, that. And sometimes it's realizing like you've been in those situations too and realizing what unhealthy characteristics did look like in your life or in relationships, you know? Going on uh, that lack of privacy, so needing to show someone your phone or like, where you're at all times, like, location, I think, is a huge thing because of how accessible it is to know where everyone is now. It's scary. Um, It's very scary. (laughs) Um, That's not to say, like, don't share your location with people, but um, you should feel comfortable with who you're sharing your location exactly.
0: with. Exactly. And, um, like, that is your location, you know? Whether yeah. you want to share it or not. There's, there's many reasons to share your location with someone, but, like, if it's, like, out of they are requiring you to mm-hmm. or something like that, I don't know. Yeah. Seems
1: sus. Yes. All of these, and with all this serious talked about your gut or, like, it seeming sus, you don't need an explanation for yeah. this. If it simply doesn't feel right, if you feel just uncomfortable okay (laughs) that is enough but enough a thousand percent um and leading to the next thing justifying every decision so if you were to I don't want this I whatever and having to justify every time or justifying like what you can wear or who you can Mm -hmm. see bleeding into those things of like day-to-day activity and who you are with all of that those are unhealthy characteristics and like Sierra said, we're not deeming people good or bad. We're not deeming relationships good or bad. Relationships I, can have a mixture of both.
0: It's just anyone is capable of doing bad things, and that doesn't mean that it's okay. But yeah. Like, it's something, you know, you can talk to them about or work through. Or, yeah. like, some things, you know, some things you can't work through, and that is okay too, but it's just acknowledging, like, there is an issue maybe and, you know, what the next steps are. And it should always be, like, keeping you safe, keeping your health and well-being at a priority, because that's what matters.
1: That's absolutely what matters. So we kind of just wanted to run through those just to say, like, here's some characteristics, maybe some, like, saying to you from relationships you've had or are having – but we think it's important when talking about sexual health because sexual health can include other people. It can include multiple people, and um, entering those spaces, I think it's good to have an understanding of what they could look like. Definitely. And after all of that, we wanted to also include some local community resources. If What do we love if
0: not local community Absolutely. resources? That's our favorite thing.
1: Um. <laughs> The first one I think we know all too well at the Women's Center is um, Planned Parenthood. They have a, an education outreach coordinator that came and talked to us um, a year ago when we first yeah. started our job that kind of kick-started our whole sexual health during a pandemic. But Planned Parenthood has STD testing, diagnosis, and treatment. It has STD prevention, like condoms, internal condoms, dental dam, hepatitis B vaccine. Medicaid is accepted at Planned Parenthood. And um, if you don't have insurance, you could be covered in financial assistance and can confidentially find out if you're eligible. Um, if you're interested in that, there is a number on their website. Birth control, women's health, men's health, LGBTQA plus services, HIV services, mental health services, and contraception are all things available at Planned Parenthood.
0: Another important place, we kind of mentioned them earlier, the NAP testing that we have, that stands for Nebraska AIDS Project. They come here, Um, so you do have, like, a local on-campus source there for HIV testing and STI testing. But they also have multiple, like, they're all around the state, you know. They have locations in Omaha and other locations here. But, you know, if you want to come to us, it's once a month, right? We do monthly nap testing in our conference room, and that is great. And there's also, I don't know if you all have heard about Access Granted, But
1: let us tell you,
0: let us tell you they are
1: they're based in Omaha. It's given through the women's fund. Of Mm -hmm. Omaha. And this is just STI testing Mm -hmm. and condoms. They have
0: two locations. Oh, not STI testing. Lincoln and one in Council Bluffs. So, for the greater area, they have lots of stuff going on. They have free birth control, STD testing, free condoms, just a lot of like informative services, too. Like, their mission is to get as much knowledge about sexual health and testing and birth control out there as possible.
1: Yeah, they're very focused on sexual literacy and what that means and also being inclusive when it comes to sexual literacy. Um, we're really breaking out this out of this heteronormative way of thinking on top of also the progression of like ending the stigma around sexual health. There's a lot of things going on. So, <laughs> awesome. yeah, We this is based in Omaha. They reference the Nebraska uh, University Health Center as a place and Planned Parenthood. But we know we have a lot of people from Omaha or go to Omaha a lot. Um, and these can be places like shopping places, tattoo places that they show that give away free condoms. So, yeah, and put they in a zip code have, and it shows you. Mm-hmm.
0: They just have a little interactive map. And there are some locations in Lincoln, actually. I'm playing around with the map right now. And there's some stuff in Lincoln and Council Bluffs And you just click on, like, what you want. Do you want free condoms, the STD testing, or birth control? And I'll show you locations near you. So that is a really cool, confidential way to get some of these resources. Maybe if you're not, like, by campus or you're back in Omaha or something.
1: The ones in Lincoln are Planned Parenthood and UHC.
0: Oh, they are? See, we already got those.
1: (laughs) So I hope that maybe you thought about something during our time together. <laughs> and if not, we're just listen. glad you went
0: along for the ride. Yes.
1: Uh, Sometimes
0: brains got to be empty. Sometimes
1: no thoughts. Sometimes no thoughts, head empty, but listening to a good podcast.
0: I'm glad <laughs> we were there with you along the way. And if you did have a thought, that's amazing. I love that. I am you. so proud. <laughs> we are so proud of you. I'm so happy. <laughs> and I hope you have many more.
1: Yes. Uh, if you ever need or want to volunteer with us or contact us, check out our Instagram at UNL Women's Center. Yes. And you will hear from us next episode. Um
0: we look forward to seeing you then. This next one's a really fun one.
1: Okay, well I hope that you have an day. amazing October. October. Happy spooky season Happy everyone. Happy spooky
0: season. Let's not have any sexual health scares. Yes. But let's have some good old fashioned normal scares. <laughs> Haunted house style, maybe. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Anyways, have a good October. I'm Sarah. Happy spooky season. Bye. Bye.